0: welcome to the latest Big Hospitality podcast. Please excuse the sound quality. In line with government self-distancing regulations, this podcast has had to be recorded by telephone. Today we're joined by Spicebox co-founder Grace Regan. Her vegan Indian restaurant brand opened in Walthamstow, North London last year and has ambitious expansion plans following a highly successful round of crowdfunding. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us, um, Grace. How are you today?
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you. Monday, which is my only well it's not a day off but the only day we're closed.
0: So lots of restaurants that have been offering delivery and takeout have thrown in the towel um, over the last week or so. Why soldier on? Um,
1: we've chosen soldier on I think mainly because we there was kind of strong evidence of demand in our area and especially for our food. Um, we're really lucky because not only do we have relatively low overhead in terms of rent being in Walthamstow stone and quite a small footprint, um, but we also have a product that people, you know, traditionally associate with delivery and takeaway. It's curry, essentially. We're a curry house, um, so our product travels really well. Perhaps because it's all vegan, people might be thinking that, you know, trying to kind of eat slightly healthier. Our food is obviously kind of quite nutritious for an Indian takeaway, especially, um, and. And there's a lot of people that are kind of at home in Wilkinson, it's a really like residential area. Um, So all that being said, I think that's all come together to mean that, you know, we're in quite a unique position in the industry where there is still quite a lot of demand um, for what we're doing. And we saw that early on. So, you know, we saw no reason to to shut down. Um, Our primary kind of aim was to keep the business ticking over, keep our staff employed, and also keep our kind of community fed. Um, so that's the the view we took. I think, yeah, it's making profit in this climate is a whole another thing. But if we can keep going and not lose a considerable amount of money doing it, then we decided to do that.
0: Cool. We'll come back to the profit bit in in a minute. So obviously, um, off premises sales has already always been a big part of your, your business model. But 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 following yeah. this this crisis, you've now started offering your foods via. Uh, delivery which you weren't doing before and am I also thinking that, that some of that's facilitated by delivery and some of that's facilitated by by yourselves
1: yeah exactly so um, before we, we we focused on takeaway and takeaway were a really strong part of our sales and um, we had a reusable TFN takeaway scheme that was really popular sadly we can't use that um, right now um, but yeah so we decided to kind of you know keep takeaway going but then also open up delivery and what's
0: mean. what's that switch been like is a, a bit of a different game isn't it
1: it's, yeah it completely is i mean so we started off literally just doing the deliveries ourselves in kind of our cars um at the beginning and that was you know we 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 were very quiet about we didn't really push it or market it um at the beginning. And that was very manageable. And then as soon as we started to dial up marketing and communicating that we were doing delivery, it got to the point where us driving around in a car around Walthamstow was not no longer sustainable. Um so at that point we, we had no choice really but to to launch with a, a delivery partner because I think anyone who knows delivery operations well will appreciate that trying to set up an efficient delivery operations in less than a week is is probably not <laughs> for um, but we have continued to do delivery in-house ourselves, um, now just kind of outsourcing just to the drive a bit, and that's actually working really well.
0: Okay. Um, obviously, as a restaurant, going delivery only means no incremental sales and also commission charges. Yeah. How sustainable will that be over over a prolonged period? You you alluded earlier to to, to to the fact that it was quite difficult to make a
1: profit. It's really really difficult to make a profit. I mean, we're doing, the numbers we did last week were the highest we've ever taken in terms of top line revenue, um, but the conversion of that to to net like profit is, I mean, like I said, we're sustaining ourselves and like we're breaking even. That's great, um, but you know, considering how much revenue we're bringing in it's very surprising to then look at the figures at the end of the week and realize that you're not making considerable profits. So um, longer term, yeah, I just don't see it as a sustainable model and like not, it's not particularly attractive. I don't know how people do it who rely so heavily on outsourcing on like third party delivery partners. I just can't see how you can make it work. Um, So yeah, it's interesting. But then again, you know, there are more people now coming into the market and, you know, with, with, more kind of supply, you can um, begin to negotiate on commissions. But you know, the big players, like Delivery, for example, they're just not budging on commission right now.
0: Sure. Have you had to? I'm guessing if you've been so busy, you haven't furloughed any of your staff.
1: No, we haven't.
0: And are, are you finding that your 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 staff are happy to work? We, we, we've we have heard in some businesses that that employees are putting pressure on their owners to sort of furlough them and, and you know, allow them to, to, to be at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate this. And I think it's, it's you know, it's complicated and it comes down to the individual entirely. Again, us being kind of a local neighbourhood restaurant, lots of our staff actually live in Walthamstow, so they don't have to take public transport to work, etc. And so on the whole, it's been fine. And our staff are actually really grateful to be keeping busy yeah. and working at this time. I mean, obviously, we take, like, precautions in the workplace. Um, but we're essentially, like, we're almost, we, the way we do it is we're, we're basically a household and, like, a family. So we all spend, you know, the vast majority of the week together. And we make sure we're really careful when we come into work and when we leave work. But on the whole, everyone's been, like, super enthusiastic and kind of grateful.
0: And, and a, a, a final question question Sort of possibly a slightly lighter note what are you most looking forward to uh, when things get back to normal just in terms of personally <laughs> or your business
1: well I'm trying I'm trying to really embrace you know the day-to-day at the moment I think it's not that useful thinking about all the things that I'm kind of missing so that's quite a hard question <laughs> I suppose it's amazing it's yeah it's not being able to go out and eat or like go to the pub is it's quite interesting that you early on I I found that quite kind of a strange concept but I'm actually really kind of getting used to it and I suppose I'm kind of abnormal because I am going into work every day um I suppose a holiday like (laughs) because we're so busy now I don't think I'll um, get some like serious time off for a while so maybe maybe that that's always the answer (laughs)
0: Great. Well, th- thank you so much for, for, for taking the time to, um, to, to speak to us. Uh, and I appreciate you're, you're very busy. So thank you very much.
1: OK, no problem. Thanks so, a lot,